Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. All right. Now on to the glory of the 2021 San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants clinched a playoff spot for the first time in five years, and this weekend. Got him! The Giants. For the first time since 2012, our champions of the National League West. And let this celebration begin and let it go on for a while. I think it's fair to say that few expected this team to do this. And I'll admit, hesitantly, that I still feel a bit behind the times in tracking this year's teams, uh, this, this, team's, uh, this year's team's players and storylines. At least Buster Posey is still on the squad in case you've been tuned out since the Obama-era World Series teams. So to bring everyone up to speed, including me, we've got two San Francisco Giants experts. Joining us are Ann Killian. She's a sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle. And Marty Lurie. He's the Giants pregame and postgame host on KNBR 680. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, Marty. Um... The Giants were not expected to be this great, Anne, right? So, I mean, what happened? What, who, who overperformed here? Uh, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a performance for the ages, and you're right. Nobody expected it. Um, this team was not expected to really be any more than about a 500 team. I think it was picked to finish third in the division. You know, this was going to be a battle between the Padres and the Dodgers. And um, the Dodgers held up their end of that prediction, but the Padres certainly didn't. And really right from the start, um, just everything started to click uh, for this team. You could see that the, the, you know, we have mocked them for having a 14 coach staff, But there is this intense preparation, this methodical attention to detail. And then, as you mentioned, there's this also lovely part of this um, on this very analytics-based team that has, um, they, they did something that a lot of these modern baseball teams do not do, which is they held on to 
some veterans, most importantly, Buster Posey, but also Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt and Evan Longoria. And those veterans set such a great tone of work ethic and, and how to be a professional for this young group that it just kind of all came together. And, and what I really love, because I know analytics is the way to go, but I also love the intangibles of sport and the greatest intangible on this team is this chemistry they have. Mm. And um, it's, it's really been just kind of something to watch. I was in Tokyo for the Olympics and I was kept saying, well, by the time I get back in August, this team is not going to be in it anymore. And um, you know, I was a skeptic and it just, it, it has been an astonishing ride and it's still going. Marty Lurie, when did you know that this season had a chance to be something really special? Marty, you there? I think Marty is muted still. There we go. Oh, there we go. All right, good. (laughs) Sorry about that. Marty, when did you know that this uh, season had a chance to be special? I think after the first month, I realized it uh, because they had great starting pitching. Uh, They were hitting home runs like crazy. And all the analytics that people go by today, the Giants are in the top few, really, after the first month. They hit home runs. They didn't give up home runs. Uh, The pitchers threw the ball, and the batters didn't hit it uh, very hard. Uh, They had great relief pitching, great starting pitching. And as Ant said, the veterans got off to a great start. And I realized, I said, boy, this is just like 2010 because they can pitch. They can catch the ball, and they're hitting home runs in an era where home runs, strikeouts, and walks are important. And they were walking a lot. They weren't striking out too much, and they were hitting home runs. So I said, why not? Yeah. We're talking about the glorious season the San Francisco Giants have had this year with Ann Killian, sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle, and Marty Lurie, Giants pregame and postgame host on KNBR 680. If you've been following the Giants through the season, has there been a standout moment or game for you? Give us a call now, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. Or get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. You can email your questions, comments, memories, uh, shouts of excitement to forum at kqed.org. And, you know, looking at the stats for this team, uh, and like Marty was saying, this this team seems very balanced, right? It kind of has like a they're good at all the phases of the game. Does that does that seem right to you? Yeah, and and again, I think that goes back to the attention to detail, um, the preparation, uh, the ability of. Um, I mean, let's be honest, Farhan Zaidi, who a lot of people expected because he has a wonderful track record, expected that he would find gems, um, find you know, players that they could bring in, but he really did a remarkable job of finding players that had either been discarded or, or, you know, hadn't quite succeeded and bringing them in again to mix with the veterans that they had, but they do, um, you know, they have every day, they have a meeting, a pitching meeting and a hitting meeting. Um, That's unusual. Usually a lot of times uh, teams will have meetings at the beginning of a series um, about their opponent, but this team has a brief meeting every day. I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of attention to detail and, and it's, um, it's not that revolutionary um, the way they scout, the way they do all these things. I mean, it shouldn't be, but in baseball, um, sometimes things 
people more than any other sport, I think there's a reliance on this is the way we've done it. And I think they've turned that on their head a little bit. And I think that the results are what you're seeing on the field. Yeah. Marty, Larry, um, talk to me about the pitching on this team. Um, I know we've had some good starting pitching, but there's also some questions uh, in the in the bullpen right now. Um, just tell us a little bit about what people should be looking out for. Well, I think the starting pitching has been terrific. Uh, Kevin Gosman has been an ace. Uh, he doesn't walk many, strikes out a lot. Uh, the key stat for me and the whole pitching staff is uh, getting outs with runners in scoring position. The numbers are off the charts how well they do that. Uh, they've got the best bullpen in baseball since the All-Star game. And they've got a couple of kids now, uh, Castro and Doval, who can make a real mark here uh, in the playoffs. Uh, they throw strikes, they throw 102 miles an hour. Uh, they have a breaking ball and they put you on your heels right away. I think the bullpen has been terrific. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Rogers gets people out. Uh, McGee, we don't know if he's going to be healthy. Yeah, but how's he looking? What's choices. the thought on him right now? McGee, well, who, he has who had been the closer. Yet. Yeah, he hasn't pitched yet, and uh, obviously you'd like to see him get in the game. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with Duvall uh, closing. I think Rogers is a better eighth-inning guy, but let's see how it plays out. They're going to have to give McGee a shot to see if he's healthy. Uh, if he's not, I would go with the kid Duvall because he's looked terrific. Um, and Killian, one listener writes, I remember Fear the Beard and the Panda, Sandoval, who are the personalities of this year's team? Basically, what <laughs> merchandise should I be looking out for? Well, um, it's it's really funny in that the, um, the probably the biggest personality on this team. Well, there's two. I think Logan <laughs> Webb is a personality, and we saw that yesterday. I mean, the kid, he's 24 years old. He's from Rockland. He has pitched great, but he also has this thing where he really wants to hit. Um, I talked to his dad, you know, he was always a good hitter all through little league and high school. Um, but he just, when he gets in the batter's box, he has this huge grin on his face and he <laughs> hit a home run yesterday. It's pretty great. Um, but I also think the biggest personality is one that people know very well. And that is Brandon belt. And, um, the whole thing in September now, sadly belt broke his, um, his thumb bunting, and we don't know when he'll be back. There's some hope that with a really good cast, he could maybe, um, you know, get back earlier than, than the NLCS. Um, but Belt has just been, he, he's always had this incredibly dry sense of humor. He's always been able to make people laugh and kind of keep things loose. And he's done this silly thing this year with the, you know, the captain, um, becoming the captain, proclaiming himself the captain, um, on rookie dress up day, he put on a captain's hat and then all the rookies dressed up as sailors. I mean, it's just been pretty hysterical. And now they're all wearing um, uh, shirts in his honor that <laughs> the sea was made out of electrical tape. Yesterday, when I was wandering around the ballpark, I cannot tell you how many captain's hats I saw on fans. It was so funny, you know, the white boating cap. And some of them had put on giraffe ears and and um, all sorts of little things to honor Brandon Belt because his nickname has been the giraffe. Um, so it's so look you know, out for that. Captain's hats, giraffe ears. That's yeah, your merchandise. But it's not for as this. wacky as as teams in the past. It really isn't. Yeah. It's much more business like. We're talking about the glorious season with the Giants with Ann Killian and Marty Lurie. We will be back with more forum after the break. 
Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. We're talking about the San Francisco Giants, who won the division this weekend and are on their way to the playoffs. We're joined by Ann Killian, sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle, and Marty Lurie, the Giants pregame and postgame host on KNBR 680. One of our uh, listeners writes, Our family is made up of Fairweather fans who remember the glory days of the 2010s. Our 15-year-old said yesterday, Time to tune into KNBR and watch the Giants. That one's for you, Marty. Um, if you've been following the Giants through the season, has there been a standout moment or a game for you? Or if you're a fan who's jumping back on the bandwagon, what are your favorite Giants memories? Call now, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. Or you can email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Org. We're joined now by listener Mike in Daly City. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have kind of an unusual reason for really liking this team this year. I'm a baseball fan going back to the 1950s, and I don't recall ever seeing a team that platooned the way the Giants do. Mm. Uh, they just set a record yesterday or the day before for hitting 18 pinch hit home runs in a season. That's an all-time record. And it's because the team is used to coming in in the middle of the game, like the third inning and the bases are loaded and the opponent brings a left-handed pitcher in for a right-handed pitcher. They send up right-handed hitters one after the other and put four or five runs on the board. And I just don't think this strategy has been used to this extent in my memory. And it gives everybody on the field the feeling that, well, I didn't start yesterday, and I'm not starting today, but I know I'm going to get in the game before the sixth inning because the the manager runs the team that way, yeah. and it really boosts the morale. Yeah, absolutely. Great uh, point, Mike. And also to borrow from you know our sort of basketball friends, the Warriors, it's kind of a strength in numbers situation. Marty Lurie, um, talk to us about this platooning strategy. Um, it does seem like it's it's quite unusual, as uh, as Mike pointed out. Yeah, he makes an excellent point. Uh, we've had platooning uh, in baseball before. Casey Stengel did it. I'm sure Mike remembers in the 50s. He did it all the time. But as Mike points out, they're doing it early in the game. And the players they put in execute. Uh, if it's rough, going to be pinch hitting. He gets it done. If it's Wade, pinch hitting. If it's Slater, pinch hitting. Solano, pinch hitting. Flores. And what Kapler does, he does it early in the game. The analytics tell him he can do that. And the main thing is, in this whole discussion, these players execute. They're getting the job done. They've scored over 800 runs. They've had 241 home runs. They've got amazing, amazing statistics up and down. Any analytic you look at, and this is a good ball club. Their fielding is terrific. And I'll say this. I haven't seen a team all year long that can handle the Giants. Yeah, they'll lose a game here and there. But 107 wins, it's a franchise record. You can't ignore that. So Kaplan's done a great job. He's relaxed everybody. 
The veterans are relaxed. Belt has come out, his personality, as Ann points out, has come out tremendously. Crawford has had an MVP season. There isn't a team yet that I've seen, including the Dodgers, that can push the Giants around. Yeah. We do need to talk about the Dodgers, right? Um, we might end up playing them in the first round, right? Which we? You know, with 107 wins and 106 wins playing each other. Um, and talk to us about, you know, what's, what's that matchup really look like? Um, well, it's completely intriguing. Um, the Dodgers and the Giants have never played each other in a series in the postseason, if you can believe that. They've played um, an elimination series back in the old days, but, um, but not a, a series where they've both advanced, and it's, which is kind of unbelievable. It's wildly historic. It's sad that it's not going to be in the NLCS, in the mm-hmm. championship series, because these are the two best teams in baseball. The rivalry is intense. We would rather see it in a seven game series than a five game series. Um, But the Dodgers are just, you know, they are a scary, scary opponent. And there is no doubt about it. They are just thundering behind the giants right on their heels. Um, The giants got the better of the, um, of the regular season series, but not by much. Um, And and it's just, I, I mean, you got to kind of hope that the, that the Dodgers cool down, you know, somehow in this week. I think that they will win the wild card game and it will be the Dodgers. Um, it's a, the matchup in the wild card is two incredibly hot teams, the St. Louis Cardinals um, and the Dodgers. But the Dodgers are just, they're an amazing team. They have amazing pitching. And while the Giants pitching has been great, it has a little bit of a feeling of, you know, duct tape and bailing wire compared to the Dodgers that just trot out, you know, this incredible starting rotation. And they're going to have Scherzer going um, on Wednesday, who has had a phenomenal season, you know, really changed their whole, the whole vibe of that Dodgers team when they traded for him in midseason and they got rid of um, Trevor Bauer, which, you know, was a huge mistake. And then Scherzer would be ready to go again in game three, I think. Um, so it's, the, you know, their pitching is set up. If they do play the Giants, it's, it's, it will just be um, stomach churning, edge of the seat, <laughs> nail biting, um, but delightful. I mean, just historic and delightful. And we also, I mean, we need to play the Dodgers in this season. Don't you think, like, don't, don't you think that in order for this season to really be complete, beating them in a series would be the, the most perfect thing? Marty? No, it would feel, would feel good. Look, the Giants won 107 games. The Dodgers won 106. And as Ann points out, it, it's an epic series. you got to go back to 1962, uh, 1951, and those great playoff series. But uh, those were shorter. Uh, this one is, could be a five-game series. Now I'm going to disagree with Ann a little bit. Uh, I think the Giants can hit Bueller. They whacked Bueller around pretty good on the ESPN game. Uh, he's had a couple of rough starts since then. Uh, Scherzer's had a couple of tough starts. He's got a pitch on Wednesday. The ball is up. They've hit Urias before. I think the Giants can hit the Dodgers, and I think the Giants have a better bullpen. Kenley Jansen has been disaster against the Giants. Now you get McGee, Leon, Duvall to close the game out against the Dodgers. I think the Giants can handle the Dodgers. Look, they've beaten them, what, and seven out of ten times, uh, they took the season series 10-9, uh, and I think the Giants can handle this team. 
I think it's going to be a fabulous series, but I trust Gosman. I trust Di Sclafani, even though he's gotten hit by the giant, the Dodgers a little bit. And I think Webb is a superstar. Like Ann says, he's turned into something special. I think they've got enough. And don't forget Alex Wood. If this goes to a fourth game, it could be Alex Wood against Tony Gonzalez. And I'll take the Giants in that game, too. I say the Giants beat the Dodgers. Spoken like a true homer. I appreciate it, Marty. Andy, let's uh, welcome you to the show. Andy from San Francisco. Hi. Uh, I wanted to talk about some of the secondary inside baseball stuff that I've been watching the Giants do lately. And I think they've really uh, they've executed incredibly well on it. Um, there was one uh, on the offensive side I, I watched uh, – Crawford come around third. It was a few weeks ago, uh, and he was about a stride and a half. He got thrown out at the plate, but it was a great test of the right fielder's arm, and uh, he had to throw a perfect ball down there to to get him out at at the plate there. Um, Wade yesterday taking third base uh, when no one was there, and um, that's on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I love the play yesterday with uh, Bryant throwing a, a strike. He had a bare hand the ball um, in left field, throw it right to Listella, and Listella kept the tag on the whole time, didn't give up on it. And I've been just seeing them do stuff like that all season long. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's made the difference. Just a really, sounds like just a, a really well-coached team this year. Mm-hmm. It is a really well-coached team. And, and anyone who reads me knows that I was, um, I was a skeptic when they hired Gabe Kapler. Um, for a variety of reasons, some of them had nothing to do with on the field, but, um, but, you know, I mean, he had failed in Philadelphia and um, he got a second chance and um, you know, there's a lot of people in baseball who don't do well and don't get a second chance. And it was just super interesting to me that, you know, they were falling all over themselves to hire Gabe and, and um, Gabe himself has said, lately that in interviews that he he's really learned a lot he's learned to listen he's learned to um to defer um to delegate to uh be inclusive so i think that this has been a remarkable managing job um and and granted in this system that they have it's collective i mean there's a lot of input from a lot of people um including his bosses but but it's an, a remarkable job, and Gabe Kapler is is going to be, without a doubt, I mean, could be, even be unanimous, the National League Manager of the Year. Yeah, we're talking about the San Francisco Giants, who clinched the National League West Division title this weekend with Ann Killian, sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle, and Marty Lurie, your Giants pregame and postgame host on KNBR six eighty. If you've been following the Giants through the season. You know, when did you know this was going to be really a special year? Is there a standout moment or game for you? What's it been like seeing Buster Posey having an all-star season? Give us a call now, 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can get in touch on Twitter and Facebook at KQED Forum or email your memories to forum at kqed.org. Omar from San Francisco, welcome to the show. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, we sure can. Go ahead, Omar. Oh, Excellent. Um, I'd just like to make a couple of comments. One of them is I think it's amazing that Buster Posey uh, got his 1500, um, you know, single and yeah, exactly. And uh, in the game that was really important. Uh, But also I I think that it's completely insane that if the Dodgers lose to St. Louis Cardinals, which I really hope they do, 
um, <laughs> that they will be a team with 100 and, 106 wins and knocked out of the playoffs. Oof. So I, I just I, I think it's a, a testament to, to the strength of the Giants team that we have this year, and it really takes me back to uh, the team of 2010 um, when when it was a bunch of mishmash players mm-hmm. and they just gelled amazingly. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things you never know when that chemistry is going to come together. It keeps like hope springing eternal, though, right? <laughs> because you've got even if you've got a bunch of broken pieces, you're like, but maybe this is the year the chemistry will take them over the top. Uh, I want to uh, ask you and about crowds for this team. Um, what it's been like back at the ballpark, particularly with the playoffs uh, coming up and getting a start uh, later this week. Well, it's been a big talking point, the crowds, because the Giants have not sold out very many um, games Mm -hmm. down this stretch. And I think that there's, you know, there's a lot of obvious reasons for that. Um, First of all, the team was pretty terrible going into the pandemic. And there was a lot of unhappiness um, around the season ticket holders. Some of it had to do with Bochy retiring. Um, some of it had to do with Charles Johnson's politics, the majority owner. Some of it just had to do with it's really expensive and this team looks like it's in for a long rebuild and we're going to bail out. I, I know many people who just gave up their season tickets. So that was a, the start of something. And then the pandemic happened. And let's be honest, we take it far more seriously here than we do in a lot of the rest of the country. And many people have told me that they still don't feel comfortable going back to the ballpark when they had the vaccinated zones of seating, when they um, you know, were requiring that you show um, a test um, early in the season, you know, proof of a negative test, people felt more comfortable. Now, this is, these are mega events. And in lot, like in Los Angeles, you, you have to show proof of vaccination to get into a mega event. At concerts like Bottle Rock, you had to show proof of vaccination, but they're not doing that at the ballpark. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are reluctant to come. And then it's, you know, they're building a giant building in Lot A where a lot of people used to park. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to park. Um, the Muni stops running at nine o'clock. These games have been going three, three and a half hours long. They're not, nine o'clock is the sixth inning a lot of nights. Um, so there's no way to get home. So it's just, there's a number of factors that, are why the attendance has not been great. Now this weekend, it was sold out or close to sell out. And it felt like the old days. It felt like that vibe. And Buster, who does not whack sentimental very often, was kind of sentimental about it yesterday. Um, that his main takeaway about the moment was to look up in the stands and see everyone together. And, and let's not forget that Buster, because of COVID concerns and he had newborn adopted twins, you know, he opted out last year. He did not play at all. And so for him to come back and to see the the stadium full and everyone on their feet, um, it, it was an emotional moment for him. And I, and I think we all kind of felt that, you know, it felt like community again. It felt like that kind of sharing that only sports really in our society these days, only sports brings people together like that. And it, it felt kind of special. Um, and I, but I have no, um, issues with anyone who who still has some concerns because people are not wearing masks um it is packed in there and and it's still it feels you know it still feels a little odd given what we've all been through the past two years tj from the santa cruz mountains welcome to the show thank you very much i'm making this call wearing my san francisco giants celebrate diversity hat lifelong giants fan bay area native 
Uh, my point about uh, when they came to or uh, a specific point in the season is that for me, it was early on when I just realized how much heart this team has. Um, they were underdogs early, obviously, as we've talked about, but some friends of mine who have a, a, a text thread going have been talking for months about how much heart this Giants team has. And of course, compared to the Dodgers, I think Marty made a comment a few months ago about how this, that the Giants aren't a team built full of superstars like the Dodgers. And yet in the end, the Giants proved through, through heart and teamwork and chemistry and preparation that they can win the NLS, and I couldn't be happier. Oh, hey, thanks for that, TJ. <laughs> Ann and Marty, and we'll start uh, – Marty, we'll start with you, actually. Um, what's your prediction for what happens in the playoffs? Are we, are we taking the World Series here? Well, uh, I'd like to know who they're going to play in the World Series. Cause Let's Tampa, call it the Brewers. Yeah. Tampa is very, very good, but I'll, I'll go on record today. I think the Giants are going to win the pennant. Uh, I think they're going to win this first round. And after they win a couple of games, you're going to see a lot more confidence in the team. And um, as I said, I don't care who it is in the, the Braves or the Brewers. I haven't seen a team yet that can push the Giants around. They do everything well. They won 107 games. You just can't take that lightly. They've got a solid bullpen. They don't chase pitches. They work the count. They hit home runs. And uh, as Ann has pointed out and everyone has pointed out, this ball club is made of 26 players. Every one of them contributes. And Kapler's got everybody relaxed. He knows what to do. And I say that they're going to win the National League pennant. Then let's see what happens after that. Tampa Bay worries me a little bit in the World Series. Ann, what do you think? Uh, Well, I don't use the term we when I'm talking about a team I cover. Um, I don't make predictions. I am not surprised at all by anything this team does. So I could easily see them getting to the World Series. And and they will have um, the home field advantage through this NLDS if they win that through the NLCS. So, I mean, I think things are really lined up nicely for them. Um, And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see them playing late into October. And here on Forum, we root for the home teams. I'm just saying. <laughs> We've been talking about the San Francisco Giants' amazing year and looking ahead to the playoffs with Ann Killian, sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle, and Marty Lurie, the Giants' pregame and postgame host on KNBR 680. This is Forum. I'm Alexis Madrigal. Stay tuned for another hour ahead with guest host Scott Schaefer. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio and the Germanicos Foundation and the Generosity Foundation. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. 
Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.